RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, our Buccaneers yesterday, you figure that they they figure out every way to lose. No. Uh, yesterday, that hadn't happened all year. Uh, that football team in the first half wasn't really the Buccaneers. Unfortunately, the Buccaneers are the team that we saw in the second half. And it's time for a reality check, everybody. It's reality check time. We are lucky as Buccaneer fans that this is an anomalous year in the NFC South. And it's gone awful. I don't remember it ever being like this, six and eight. And you're six and eight with with numerous games left and you and everybody's penciling you into the playoffs. I've never seen that before. Usually at six and eight, you're dead in the water. Okay? Could you imagine the Bucks were six and eight? And we'll say the Saints were, you know, whatever. Uh, three games ahead. Could you imagine the turmoil here? For me, the turmoil should be the same. Just because we're in the playoffs, or we're going to be in the playoffs, that doesn't mean that this shit isn't god-awful to watch, okay? And to watch that in the first half, and to watch Tom Brady do that in the first half, when I say do that, Tom Brady, listen, let me tell you something, okay? Tom Brady is playing as poorly as anybody else. He's playing as bad as anybody else on the football team, okay? Now, watch what I'm going to say. Put good people around him. He'll still win, okay? He's still going to win. I promise you, if you put Tom Brady on the San Francisco 49ers, they win almost all the games. So, is it his fault? Yes, because he's the quarterback. Is he the reason? Part of it. But Tom Brady can't succeed in this offense, not with a makeshift offensive line, not without tight ends, not with aging offense uh, receivers without speed, not without any ingenuity calling plays. He can't succeed doing that. So is Tom Brady playing well? Hell to the no. Awful. Tom Brady's playing terribly, period. And I don't know why anybody's still trying to debate that. I sat, I, I watched, uh, 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 you know, Skip uh, Bayless or whatever and, and Shannon today, and Skip just can't say he's not playing well. For God's sakes, he's not playing well. If you go five straight drives with turning the ball over and it's your fault, so have you ever done that to Jameis Winston? And, and Jameis Winston ever turned the ball over four times, you go, oh, Jameis is playing well. So stop doing that, okay? He's not playing well. Can he still win? Yes. Is this, is he still Tom Brady? No. He's Alex Smith. Tom Brady's Alex Smith. Go back to the film and watch how many times the ball went more than 20 yards in the air. It didn't. It didn't. Go back two games and watch every time the ball went over 20 yards if it was complete. It wasn't. So we keep on talking about Brady's this and Brady's going to do this in the playoffs. He's not Tom Brady anymore. He's Peyton Manning at the end. He's Alex Smith. That's what he is. And you can still win with those guys. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl at the end. Alex Smith won, you know, got the Super Bowls or got the championship games. Tom Brady is not what he used to be. We have to, we all see that. I hope, I, hopefully we all see that. Now, football in a lot of ways is not rocket science, and it, but it is rocket science in other ways. You have to be good at something in football, okay? I'm gonna give a great example. 
the Colts just did some crazy shit, but they were up 33 nothing and lost that game, and that's a crazy thing too. But, like, Jeff Saturday, he takes over the Colts team, all right? They're not running the ball at all. Jeff Saturday takes over the team. All of a sudden, the mentality becomes run the football, and they win the game. They were in another one. They lost a 33 to nothing one, but the mentality was there. They're running the football, scoring. Now, when you score 39 points and lose, you're going to blame the offense? The Buccaneers have scored 21 points, I think, four times this year. Okay? So if the Bucs score 39 points or 36 points, they're going to win every freaking time. Okay? So the mentality is not there. We don't. When was the last time the Bucs just tried to pound somebody? Just, just pound them into oblivion. That's what the Colts were trying to do. That's what Tennessee tries to do. And I get we have Tom Brady, but like I just said, he's not really Tom Brady anymore. You, you have to be really good at something to win in the NFL. If you're not really good at something, what are you, what are you building around? What are the Buccaneers building around game plan-wise right now? If I say, what do we do the best defensively right now? Oh, wait. Offensively, what do we do the best? I don't even know where to start. So if you're not good, if you don't dominate anywhere... Where do you start your game plan? We don't win in the, we don't win in a lot of scrimmage. We're not overly fast. Our play calling isn't great. We're not getting down the field. We don't really have a great screen game. Defense, we don't really have a good pass rush. We don't stop the run all that well anymore. And we don't play sound football, okay? We don't play sound football. And we're just not that talented anymore, unfortunately. And... If you'd be listening to what I've been saying throughout the weeks in this In the Trenches podcast, I, if you say I'm just talking out of my ass, I'm going to tell you what, my bank account says otherwise because when I looked at that spread yesterday, I said, are you kidding me? Four points, huh? You think the Bucks are going to stay within four points against the Bengals, huh? I didn't bet my house, but I bet a chunk on the Bengals. I'm not going to lie to you. Not going to lie to you. There's nothing I saw this year to make me think that the Buccaneers could be tight with the Bengals. And they were. Listen, I was sweating in the first half, obviously. But when you watch that game, if they play again, you think it's going to be closer than that? I don't. Because you're not going to shut that team again out in the first half. But the Bucs get shut out all the damn time in, in halves. So what happened in Cincinnati was weird. What happened to Bucks in the second half? Hey, that's what's been happening all year. Now let's get to the game. Now, you lose 34-23 at home, first of all. If you're happy with that, then we're, you're a loser. And the Buccaneers, anybody's happy with that, the organization is also a loser, all right? The Bucs are 6-8, and eight, like I said before. In normal years, we'd be talking about next year. And in normal years, it would be mayhem in one buck place. Could you imagine having a 45-year-old quarterback and you were 6-8 and eight, and you're three games out of first place, and there's three games left. Can you imagine? But they're just holding on, and they're being reserved with their comments because they're still in it. You know what they want to say? Are you watching? The shit's terrible. Are you watching? None of it's good. The effort ain't there. I said last week, uh, Akeem Hicks' effort, minimal. He, played a pick, he picked it up a little bit this week. I was on YouTube watching some videos about Buccaneers, and there was a young man. Um, I'm trying to remember what he. Um, 
Anyway, he said it was, it was on a YouTube a channel, Buccaneer Observer, and he showed the, the touchdown last week for Debo Samuels running down the right sideline, and they showed Devin White. And listen, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I don't believe in it. I don't like it. I don't really like to lean that way. But dude, go to a Buccaneer Observer and look at his YouTube and watch how he breaks down Devin White on that Debo Samuels play on everything that I love. I can't explain it. Devin White's running full speed to the sideline. He is, he is a foot from the sideline and Debo Samuel went between the sideline and him into the, touch, into the end zone. I don't get it. He didn't even reach his hand out as a swinging gate. He left his hand to the side so Debo Samuels could run in scot-free. I don't know what to say anymore. I don't. I don't. But this is not a good football team. The, the reality of it is everything we do offensively is hard. Scoring points is hard for the Buccaneers. You remember last year, anybody? No, last year was not long ago, right? Wasn't that long ago. Last year, the Buccaneers played poorly offensively and scored 35 points. This year, they come ball out, score 17. Ball out for them. You see the difference? This ain't the same football team, okay? The Cincinnati Bengals had 83 uh, uh, yards and a half. Defensively, the Buccaneers can put together a half every once in a while, okay? I thought Carlton Davis did an okay job on Jamar Chase for the most part. It wasn't all terrible, but face mask penalties at crucial times, just inconsistent play. JTS, okay? I know, I know, I know, Ian, you're too, you're too you're hard on him. Okay, he's a first-round draft pick, and we need him to be good. JTS got a half a sack yesterday. I'm going to let everybody know, that half a sack, all y'all could have got it. You know what run the hump means? Run the hump means just run around a tackle. If you A tackle can't stop you from running around him, but the quarterback ain't going to be there. So if you can run around the tackle, then cut the corner, then come backwards into the quarterback, that's a covered sack. So I want to hear about the half sack crap. But the rest of it, okay, have you watched Aiden Hutchinson play? Have you watched the Bosa's play? They play the same positions. Yesterday, they did a shovel pass. And Joe Tryon Trianka knocked it down. I, I, I didn't understand. Instead of catching it, he knocked it down like he was playing volleyball. Do you think this Buccaneer team has, is, has a high IQ football-wise? I don't. I don't see it. I, I really don't. Antoine Winfield Jr., you're going out of a lot of games now, man. Hey, durability is tough. I've always said the toughest thing to do in the NFL is stay healthy. That's the number one. Playing is tough. You're playing against some bad son of bitches, okay? Staying healthy is by far the toughest thing to do in the NFL. And if you can't play on Sunday, we can't do anything with you. We can't do anything with you. And this coaching staff, they need to start looking at themselves in the mirror. When you're up 17-0 or 17-3 and a half, and you do squaduch in the second half, I mean, absolutely nothing. You got to check yourself. I've defended Todd Bowles at times this year. I don't think I want Todd Bowles as my head coach. He is, but I don't think I would pick him right now. 
Is it all Todd Bowles? I don't think so. But the great ones, football players, coaches, executives, they figure it out. And when I'm hearing Todd Bowles saying it's on the players, no, Todd, it's on you. It's on you. The players are playing, but it's on you. Because if they poop themselves the next three games, trust me, they'll be here next year. You won't. So it's on you, my friend. And as a Buccaneer fan, you lose by 11 points at home? And I, you know, I, live, I have a, a kava bar here, and I had a guy come in here with a Buccaneer jersey, like, we look better today. I'm like, yuck. What do you mean you look better today? Better than what? Oh, yeah, we look good in the first half. I mean, we've come a long way, people. And the way is not the right direction, unfortunately, okay? This Buccaneer team, it's hard to watch. It's hard for me to watch it anyways. I watch it because I love them. It's hard to watch because I'm not quite sure what I'm cheering for anymore. I'm really not. I'm just not sure what I'm cheering for anymore. Because if they win a couple more games, what's that going to be? Good enough to get in the playoffs and get mollywhopped? So, I mean... What are we wishing for? I have no idea what we're wishing for anymore. And when people are talking about, we had a couple of emails, you know, asking if Todd Bowles has lost a locker room and stuff like that. Let me tell you something about losing a locker room, okay? Losing the locker room is just something that the media says, all right? Have I seen it happen? Yeah. Does it happen when the media says it? Nope. Because the media, and listen, that's part of it, okay? Because very few, or just quite a few, but... I'm one who can speak on being in the media, and I can also speak on being an athlete in an NFL locker room. The media is never in the locker room. And you know what I mean by that? When when the media walks in the locker room, the locker room is not the locker room anymore. It's a business place. The locker room happens when there's no media in it, and the locker room happens when there's no coaches in it. Do I believe Todd Bowles has, has lost the locker room? No, I don't. I really don't. Those guys love Todd Bowles. They know when they put that damn film on and they know they see the effort shitty and you're dropping balls and you're missing and you're... It's, those are the players. I guarantee nobody in that locker room is pointing fingers at Todd Bowles because they should be looking in the mirror because this shit ain't good. And I don't know what to do with myself because the plug should be pulled but they're still in this damn thing and the respirator's still going. To, it might be it might be time to pull the plug okay if you can't beat arizona by the way colt mccoy went down the great colt mccoy went down with a concussion so not quite sure who the next guy is up but if the buccaneers lose to arizona with whoever the hell that is i mean you think there's some tight sphincters over there at one buck place they better be tight they better be tight because you lose this one it's gonna be mayhem over there and i guarantee it ain't gonna be pretty it won't Anybody ever wants to hit me up, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Please make sure you listen to the other podcasts as well. Have a wonderful week and uh, smile despite our Buccaneers um, pooping the bed in the second half. Have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.